Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 103 of the Speaking Club podcast. I read that most psychologists consider that your personality is relatively stable. I don't know about you, but in my experience, my personality is at its least stable around my relatives. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey, I hope you're well and having a great start to the year. I've had a massive amount of change. My partner Emma and I finally moved to our new home by the sea. Big up to Worthing in West Sussex. We love it. But unfortunately, our little cockapoo dog called Teddy hasn't adjusted so well. Our new neighbours came round the other day to say that he was howling and barking from the moment we left the house to the moment we came back. Fortunately, they were just worried about him rather than the noise. So we've been trying everything to settle him down and stop him being noisy. So I got, we got him one of those collars that vibrates when he barks. Uh, we also put him in his crate with a blanket over the top, but nothing was working. And it's got to the point where we were feeling like hostages in our own home. We were unable to go out unless we were attached to the dog. And then we had a breakthrough. We put on the Speaking Club podcast on one laptop and recorded Ted on another and left the house for a tentative trip out. And when we came back, he hadn't made a peep. So not only have I got a new furry superfan, but with everything he's learning, I am going to be able soon to book him in for his own TED Talk. (laughs) I couldn't resist that. Anyway, so today I want to talk to you about something that I've mentioned in passing on the show before, but I don't think I've tackled in any depth, and that's your persona and why it's important in relation to your speaking. Now, one of my biggest bugbears about many of the well-known speaking organisations and other coaches is their focus on things that produce what I consider to be robot speakers. I don't like it because I believe not only does it result in many overproduced, homogenous presenters, but this approach can undermine the confidence of those people who don't want to or can't fit into that mould. And what a boring place it would be if we all did. Now, last week, I was fortunate enough to attend a business mastermind retreat in San Diego, which is gorgeous, by the way, loved it. And that was with the wonderful Rick Mulready. And during the event, each of us in the group had to spend five minutes teaching something to our peers. And there was one guy, David, whose presentation style when he was doing his five minutes was calm, assured, and very low key. And that evening when we were at dinner, he said to me, He wanted to develop his speaking because he was going to be doing webinars to sell his high ticket coaching program. And what I said to David was this, 
We can absolutely work on developing your storytelling, you know, adding subtle humor and and delivery stuff we can look at as well. But I want to make sure that we don't lose your persona and a lot of the good stuff that you're doing already. And the reason I said that was this, because the problem I've seen is that whether it's through the production line speaking organizations and coaches or just from someone trying to be like someone they admire or just their perception of what a a presenter should be like, that results in a lot of people losing their personality and that damages their message and their authenticity. I can't tell you how many Gary V fans I've seen introduce swearing into their speaking. And not only does it seem fake, but it's totally out of alignment with their message and their audience too. Now, I haven't got any issue with swearing. I don't do it personally, unless I'm behind the wheel and someone cuts me up. Um, But if effing and jeffing, as we call it in the UK, and being rough and raw is part of your brand and persona, then by all means, JFDI. One of the best people that I've seen doing webinars is Russell Brunson. And he's got this full-on, high-energy style that's a bit laddish, but absolutely works for his main audience type, that sort of gung-ho, booyah, bro-marketing funnel builder. But if David, from my course, tried to adopt Russell's webinar type and his presentation style, not only would it be out of alignment with his persona, but for his target customers who are feeling overwhelmed and out of their depth, I think it would be like pouring fuel on the fire. Whereas David's own cool, calm and assured persona and delivery coupled with the amazing social proof he shares about the results he gets will be perfect to inspire the trust and confidence and hope in his audience that they're going to be in safe hands. So one of the first books I ever read on speaking many, many years ago was You Are the Message by the late Roger Ailes, now subject of the film Bombshell. And although it turns out he wasn't the greatest person, he did have some sound things to say about speaking, particularly this. You can get what you want by being who you are. You don't have to make any dramatic changes in your personality. You don't have to assume a phony posture. You just have to be yourself at your best. The truth is that you already have the magic of good communications within you because nobody can play you as well as you can. Now, I disagree with Roger on one thing in relation to speaking. I've got a feeling he and I probably would have disagreed on quite a few other things in life generally, but in relation to speaking, he says, you are the message. Whereas I firmly believe, teach and coach, that you are not the message. You are the vehicle for the message. When you speak, it's absolutely not about you. It is about successfully getting that message to impact your audience. So whilst you must be essentially yourself, you can be free of worrying about what other people are thinking about you, how you need to come across, as it's the message that matters. And the impact you're going to have on other people with that message is what matters. You may be thinking one or both of these things now after me saying all that. Firstly, I don't get it, Sarah. If I'm to be myself, why do you want me to learn storytelling and be funnier? I'm not a comedian. 
or I don't even know what my persona is. Well, don't you worry because I'm going to cover both of these things for you. Let's tackle the first one. So here's the thing. Whilst I want you to be essentially yourself because you're in front of an audience and the likelihood is that you're trying to influence them to see things differently or take an action, not only do you need to be a little bit larger than life, but you also need to be able to engage and persuade. We have a TV advert in the UK for an energy vitamin tablet called Barocca. And in the premise of the ad is that by taking Barocca, you'll have extra pizzazz. For example, one of the ads has got this commuter on it, comes out of work, one of those um, city types, and he's got this little city folding bike. But after drinking this Barocca drink on his ride home, he does loads of tricks like a BMX rider and he's really cool. And the tagline for their ads is you, but on a really good day. And that's kind of like the way you need to be when you step in front of an audience. You, but with about a third more energy and pizzazz. And to the humour and story point, I realise I may be preaching to the choir here if you're a long-term listener, so apologies if you already know that storytelling and humour are the secret weapons of communication success. But for those of you who may be new to the show, Storytelling and humour are the secret weapons for communication success. Stories are powerful. They open up your audience's mind and they lead them to epiphanies because they enable the audience member to experience what the hero of the story is going through and to relate it to their own life. And if you can sprinkle some humour into the story, then it becomes magical. Also, if you can get people laughing, they'll be more inclined to like you, to listen to you, and to remember what you said and share your story and message. Cool. So, what if you don't really know what your persona is? Now, I think underneath it all, you've probably got an inkling. When I teach stand-up comedy, one of the first things I do is get my students to identify their persona and comedic flaws. So they fill in this questionnaire and then feedback their answers in front of the rest of the group. And there are normally a few surprises where the audience gets something completely different from them in terms of looks, attitude and so on. But a lot of the time there's agreement. See, in comedy, your persona is absolutely critical to your success. You've got to be aware of what the audience might pick up on about you so that you can use it to your advantage. But as you'll have gathered by now, I think knowing your persona and how you and the audience are likely to relate to each other is a big factor in your success in any form of sharing your message, whether that's on stage, off stage in conversation or online. I want you to think about your speaking persona and how you want to convey yourself to the audience. Is the way you present or want to present matched by your natural everyday body language and mannerisms? Or are you creating a stage persona to suit the style of someone you admire? Right, so what I want you to do for those of you that aren't sure is share some questions for you to think about and then answer. And when you've done answering them, go and ask a couple of people, people who you trust to tell you the truth. Um, Go and ask them the same questions 
and get them to answer them about you too. And then you should have a good idea of how you're coming across and where there's any discrepancies between what you think about yourself and what other people get from you. Okay, here we go. How do you think you come across in relation to these options? Number one, are you submissive or dominant? Are you full on or laid back? Are you superior or equal? Are you more of a ranter or a sharer? Are you more dismissive or supportive? Are you cool or a clown? So to give you a benchmark, I thought I'd answer the questions based on how I think I come across and then you can see if you think I'm deluded or bang on, right? Okay, so I would, I'd say I probably come across as a dominant person rather than submissive, although the dog doesn't do what I say, to be fair. Um, I'm more full on than laid back. Someone once compared me to a Duracell bunny. I think I come across as an equal rather than a superior. I want to be your friend rather than your boss. Um, I can rant when it's something that I'm passionate about, but I think most of the time I share more than tell. Oh, and I think I probably lean towards dismissive. I'm more of a pick yourself up, fix it and get on with it than let's buy a tub of ice cream and wallow together person. I think um, lastly, I'm definitely a clown. Although I would love to think I was cool, but as I recognise, I'm probably not. So when I'm preparing my material, rehearsing and on stage, not only would it feel like hard work and uncomfortable for me to try to be the opposite of my natural persona, but the audience would feel that something wasn't right too. And when I'm doing comedy, those aspects of my persona um, that, you know, are a little bit funny, like comedic flaws, those are the things that I would exaggerate in my comedy act. Not telling you to do that in your speaking is slightly different. But it's just for you to be aware of it. Okay, let's do one uh, more for you. We'll do Gary V again. Hopefully, you know who that Gary V is. If you don't, look him up and then you can see if you think I'm right. So I think he would definitely be dominant. He's absolutely full on. He's superior, definitely a ranter, dismissive and cool, in my opinion. So as I said, if you're not sure about you, go and do the exercise, ask the questions, get someone else to feedback and remember, the point of this episode is that you take away the following. Okay, listen up. You already have a stage presence. And it's important that you stay true to who you are. Yes, of course, learn some skills to make your message more engaging, to develop your confidence and your delivery, but keep the essence of you because it's your message and there is no one better to deliver it. All right, that's it. Now, as usual, I want to thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear from you if today's show resonated in any way. Find me on Twitter or Instagram at SarahArcher15 or come and say hi on Facebook. There is a Speaking Club Facebook group now. It's called the Speaking Club Facebook Hub. So come on over and join that because I'll be doing some extra coaching and behind the scenes stuff there too. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes for that as well. And if you haven't left a rating or review for the podcast, please do. I'd love it if you could. I promise it'll only take you a couple of minutes. And uh, it makes a difference though, really matters. 
I've got some amazing guests and shows coming up too, so subscribe wherever you're listening so that you don't miss out. Well, that's it from me. You have an amazing rest of your week. And don't you forget to go out, grab your life by the nuts, and show the world how amazing you are. Go get them, tiger. Bye-bye. If you want to discover how to create a killer pitch that makes you or your business stand out from the crowd, then you'll want to grab your copy of my book, Straight to the Top. It will help you clarify your USP, your business story, who your target market is, and what will make them buy. You'll discover how to get the edge on the competition and position your offer for success. You'll also get proven elevator and investor pitch frameworks to use for maximum impact. To get the book for free plus lots of extra bonuses, you just pay shipping and handling, go to standoutpitch.com today.